0: Run, here they come, they about to blast on us. The black nerds, blitz Are rush, do turn that podcast up. Friends from the UK with something to say, just talking about everything. From the wonderful nerding world, the reviews they bring. These brilliant blurs give you the word. On the latest movies, anime, video games, and TV series. Call your friends who don't know and tell them what they're missing. Then sit back and relax and listen to
1: I'm Big T and I'm Stevie
0: and welcome to episode 228 of Blurbs are us. Now pretty much every single pop culture podcast, movie podcast and anything of that vein is doing their Spider-Man review this week. Uh, we did want to be first, but you guys fucked it as you normally do. And so we're going <laughs> now recording this weekend that even today we nearly fucked it because Martin forgot that he wasn't able to be available on this episode, which kind of sucks. Um, and not only did Martin fuck it, I ended up fucking it because I ended up getting COVID. And you know what? That's just karma, I because I've been bra- like, not been bragging, but I've been like dropping these memes on the leftover army page about how we're going to get to see it on Wednesday for everybody else. And you know. And then, yeah, I tested positive COVID on Monday. And uh, just to be on the safe side, I've been isolating. Um, to be honest, I only, I've only really felt really crappy from the COVID on, on Monday. Like, that was when I was, like, literally, I was asleep. I was out of it. Um, since Tuesday and Wednesday, I've, like, I just feel like I've got, like, a, a, a flu in it. Like, just a, a, you know, just, yeah, just just a flu in it. Uh, right now, I just feel fine. I've got a little bit of sniffle, got a cough. But in terms of anything else, I feel, for the most part, fine. But again, just playing it safe. going to do my 10 days. So I'm hoping uh, Tuesday or Monday I'm going to go and finally get to see it in the cinema. So when it gets to the Spider-Man talk, I'm going to step away and I'm going to let you guys talk about it. Um, but yeah, you know, so... Um, how how was like seeing everyone for, like again? We were meant to have like this whole big blurs me How how was that like? I was so jealous because you know when T J Fridays, I was looking forward to some some surf and turf and some Bailey's milkshake. How how was it?
1: So we uh, we met up, um, uh, Martin and uh, I think it's a Tina. Yep, and I uh, met up at. Um, uh, at the old TGI Fridays, and they had two people working, and the, they took ages to get the food out, but it was bloody amazing. Mm. And I think T and we were joking that like T you said, you said you are going to be here, like a, you're going to get to the to to Guildford. First. <laughs> Like after 8 and I was like I'll oh, we'll probably get here at like quarter to 9 <laughs> and you, <laughs> yeah. bloody, you bloody well did <laughs> you
0: know, what kind of fucking is that you know this is why something I like, get yeah, man actually, you know just dumb little things like that like everyone went to be there from like 6.30 oh. What happened oh, to you? I'm sorry.
2: I'm sorry, Nana. What what time did you turn up?
0: But
1: I You still haven't got there. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Uh, bro. It was it was still like absolutely awesome. It was really nice to, to, to go out have a meal and then um like I at the cinema I had like a fucking huge coffee because I was like if I sit down in the cinema in a warm cinema mm. after having had a, a whole rack of ribs. Yeah. <laughs> and a bear I'm just gonna fall asleep Mm. but um yeah no it was good it was it was really cool that we could all kind of like get in there and and just the amount of time I think T I must have like elbowed you in your ribs so (laughs) many times when there was like moments that happened in the movie I Like. It was, that was uh, yeah there was there were some real choice moments in in, in that experience yeah nice. it was good no no it was uh, I just really wish you could have come man I I look forward to the next time we can all get together well, and boy, watch the movie the, the, way,
0: the way things are going we might be going to lockdown 4 just after Christmas so I oh, don't uh, I don't it's just uh, again it's a wait and see thing innit but the way that all these cases yeah. keep going and stuff like that but again like I said for me for the most part I've had it Um, I think the reason why I survived and you know probably haven't felt been as disastrous as other people is that I I was vaccinated so you know that probably led to me not having to suffer as much as other people Um, but yeah Yeah. what's what's done is done in it like I'm gutted I couldn't make it but once I have watched the film I am looking forward to you know listening to you guys break it down and stuff like that um but before we go and do that um i just want to say a uh, little quickly things uh of what i've been up to um which has not been a lot actually you know uh, i'm still recovering from my surgery so not really being able to get out and about not really been to the cinema um which is a bit annoying not that there's anything really great out other than spider-man uh you've got west side story which i still want to see before it comes out of cinema uh you've got clifford the big red dog again i want to just check it out because that just looks like a a fun little family movie uh i haven't watched the latest episode of wheel of time but i have i was catching up with my anime and literally every single one of my animes like made me cry when i was watching it during during the uh, last couple of days uh days um friggin
1: Are you
0: sure that's not Covid just making you a little bit more I don't cool. know I, 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 I don't know you know because literally every <laughs> single one I was just like there was just something emotional happening in it and I just absolutely just started almost bursting into tears man like, like I, I, I'm literally but the this, 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 anime is the only thing that really like gets me sad and upset anyway so like the same kind of thing that happen in live action where it'll be like something really emotional will happen in live action. I'm just like, oh, okay, cool, in it. But when it happens in anime, like I'm just like, Oh my gosh, he 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 unlocked his ability. Like he's he's <laughs> not like, do you know what I mean? Like it doesn't even it doesn't necessarily have to be like that. it doesn't even necessarily have to be anything like too sad. It could just literally be like the main character has just gone from being swacked to then now being a hero. Or just, you know, um like in in Jobless Reincarnation, like, they'd fight, like, the whole point of, like, season one is that they were trying to get back to their homeland, uh, because, like, some weird event happened that, like, kind of sent them uh, into, like, a different dimension, not a different, different dimension, but, like, a different part of the world, isn't it? So, literally, like, Um, They finally got back to his hometown, and they did like this little montage where they showed him growing up. And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like I remember so when he was a baby, and he was growing up, and he was being a pervert and all this shit there. And then one of the guys that had like one of the guys that like joined them like left the party, and it was just like, "Oh, that's another sad moment." Like he he said that he's gonna bring him back to his like homeland, and he's done that, so he's like, "Deuces in it." Like I'm gone, and then. The girl that he's with, yeah, she then gets like reunited with her family, but like, all her family members have been killed, and they're just like peaking it. And then like, um, and spoilers for Joel's reincarnation, by the way, for anyone that watches anime, like, um, towards, to like, him and the girl finally hook up after they've, like, they've kind of been rustling and rachel in a way, like, are they gonna hook up? Are they not gonna hook up? And they finally hook up, then he, he wakes up in the morning, bare gassed and bare happy, yeah. And then she's fucking gone, and it's just like, what? Like, just, uh, just fucking bitches. It, oh, listen, when I told you, there was there was so there was so much pulling of my heartstrings. Yeah, like I was just getting very emotional. And then I started watching um, the World's Greatest Assassin, and that was get that that was sick as well. Like I got got episode ten on that. That's freaking dope. Um, on the World's um, not the World, the Fruit of Evolution. That's sick. Mikacho, the Far Away Paladin, uh, T, like, I know you don't really do anime, but the only reason, not sorry, not the Far Away Paladin, uh, yes, I have watched Far Away Paladin, I'm up to date on that, but, uh, T, I would recommend you watch Platinum End, the only reason why I say that I recommend you watch Platinum End, yeah, is because it's done by the same people that did Death Note, and... Um, oh, okay, yeah, I know, I
2: know it's all mine, yeah, 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 I didn't want to see that,
0: actually. Yeah, uh... I'm, I'm five episodes in. I, I don't know how many episodes are out at the moment, but obviously, like I said, I've been playing catch-up in it, so, uh, I you know, there might be another five episodes, but I've just taken a little break from that. Um, so, a lot of the winter anime seasons, uh, let me just say that again, a lot of the anime from the winter season will have their, fin- their fin- final episode, like, this week, and then I think there might be, like, a week or two break, and then they'll start, like, um, you know, like, the spring slash winter you know, like the next, the next um, seasonal, whether it's a winter or autumn, I, I, I don't even know where we are, to be honest, but then we'll start getting our next anime, um, which one of the ones that I'm looking forward to the most is Bleach, and they dropped the trailer for the, well, it's meant, I don't know if they've done it already, but the trailer for the new Bleach anime is meant to come out today, so it'll be interesting to see when I go online later, if that's been done, um, and then, Obviously, last time only T had seen the South Park COVID special. Uh, I finally got around chance to see it. Uh, I would it a solid three piece. Like it was really entertaining. It was funny. Um, again, I had seen the trailer at the time, so I know I knew that it was gonna be the kids in the future, as them all being older. So that uh-huh. wasn't a surprise to me like it was for you. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was cool. It was it it. it Again, it wasn't like the most funniest thing I've ever seen in the world, but it was funny enough. Does that make sense? Mm. It um,
2: was. It was. It was. It was good quality South Park.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred And then, um, yeah, Hawkeye on Wednesday. Like, a, 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 again, I had listened to other podcasts. Like, like you know, they delve into this shit. Like. A lot more deeper than we do. And they like, you know, go through Reddits and read every single theory. So I always had an inkling that a certain character would eventually appear in this show. And the more that the more episodes of Hawkeye was done, the more that I was like, okay, yeah, this character is going to finally reveal itself. But I, I, I was like, you know what? because of all the speculation of what's going to happen in Spider-Man uh, No Way Home I, and because that the UK was getting the release on Wednesday but America wasn't getting a release till like Thursday Friday, I didn't think they would drop it to episode 6 because I think that would be something that you'd want to keep separate for the movies but uh, Stevie you don't mind if I say this right? for it. Okay, so in episode five of Hawkeye, they reve- they basically revealed that the big bad of Hawkeye is the Kingpin.
2: Vincent Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin from the Daredevil series.
1: Okay, so, oh see, man, see, I... he was such a good character in the Daredevil
2: series. Uh.
0: See, I couldn't see, I didn't pause the picture to get a good enough look to see which, which Kingpin it was.
2: I couldn't tell from the picture, but Vincent D'Onofrio is in the credits, so it's definitely him. Oh, is it?
0: Okay, okay. Yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't check the, I didn't look at the credits. So no, I, I,
2: I mean, I looked. I, was like, <laughs> I have to know if that's him because so, it looked like him, but it looked like it could just be another big bald white guy. Yeah, because so. it
0: was kind of blurry. Like it wasn't the clearest yeah. image of him. Okay, yeah, cool. it was like
2: she was showing him a photo, like on her phone or something, in it. Yeah, um, and. Uh, it was revealed that he is working with um, Kate Bishop's mom,
0: mm-hmm. so which is again something that we call from the beginning that she would be really yeah. the bad guy in this, yeah, not exactly maybe necessarily a bad guy, but she would have some kind of nefarious um, ties
2: to the to the criminal world.
0: Yes, exactly. So, I mean, exactly.
2: She wasn't as innocent as she was making out, and I like the fake out that they did with which again i think we called with um the swordsman
0: oh, of the, how
2: he's being set up to seem like he's going to be the main villain
0: yeah
2: but it's not and he even said i've, I've been set up or something yeah. and you don't really believe him you're like because he, he just talks with such confidence and i don't know maybe it's just his spanish accent that just <laughs> sounds like he's taking a piss all the time mm. but do you know what i mean like you still don't really believe him and then evidently maybe it turns out it could be true i still think he he has obvious ties to the criminal world as well yeah but this specific stuff is going to obviously clearly it's turning out to be um kate bishop's mum's doing which is cool did you notice as well i told you um stay till the end of the credits
0: yeah yeah Um, they had the shadow the shadow of um yeah that was pretty cool Um,
2: that was cool i went back to check because i was like what the fuck was this here the whole time like (laughs) but i went back and looked and at the end of the credits of all the rest of them mm -hmm. like the little animated section um that final shot of hawkeye and kate bishop on the on the buildings it's like it's closer to them Mm -hmm. so then on this episode it like it ends where it normally ends but then it does like an extra zoom out mm. and you see like the silhouette of kingpin over the city so that, yeah. that was pretty sick
0: yeah so ep- episode six we're hopefully gonna seem for real and i think that makes mm. perfect sense because obviously spider-man just dropped and most people would have seen it and you know that's just like it do not it, it shouldn't ruin things for people do you know what i mean mm. yeah if you're someone in the know because, um again, uh, Brian from Pop Culture Leftovers was like, ah, oh. he must have commented that, oh, you know, we're going to see um, King Um Ping on, on Wednesday and Spider-Man on Friday. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I feel like they'll save that for the film to actually have come out. But oh. they didn't. So, again. Well,
2: they're, they're giving a lot more power to the show now. I mean, Kang was first seen in Loki, do you know what I mean? Which is another show. So they're putting out big, major players, like, in 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 the shows now, do you know what I mean? The shows are just
0: as important as the movies. Yeah. Yeah, oh. so, uh, and then again, like, I really enjoyed this episode, even though, like, not a lot happened, like, you know, mm. you, you just got a sit down conversation with Elena and, um, uh, Kate. Kate. Okay. But, like, it was an intri- it was a very intriguing conversation. Mm,
2: I liked it. I liked the way she kept saying her full name as well, like, Kate Bishop. Yeah. Just to, like, let her know.
0: I know I who know you, you are.
2: I know you. Do you yeah. know what yeah. I mean? Don't like, fuck with me. Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: I will kill you and your whole family. Like, d- like mm. I know everything about you. And even when she went mm. to the heat, I was like, oh, this was your GPA. This is, like, your score. Like, like it was just, like, I will kill <laughs> you.
2: hmm it was cool to see, it was cool to see her get blipped as well. Mm. Do you know what I mean? To see that from her point of view, because we've seen people go, we've seen people come back, but we haven't seen it. Like we haven't seen them go and come back within one, like one shot. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was cool to see like to her, it, it seemed like no time had passed at all. And then she comes out and the woman's whose house she was just in now has like a husband and a kid and everything. Mm. So it was, that was pretty cool. I liked that. Um, just, just quickly, mm-hmm. it's not a spoiler for Spider-Man, yeah, go on. but this series, um, has had some quite like some continuity stuff, uh, with, with the Spider-Man movie that I think was quite cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in, in this episode, um, when, is it y- Yolina? Sorry, is that her name? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, like when she's talking to Kate Bishop, she says something about, oh, it's my first time in New York. I want to see this. I want to see that, and I want to see the new and improved Statue of Liberty. Mm-hmm. Now, this line oh, indicates
1: oh, oh, clever.
2: yeah, That's this, clever. <laughs> this This line indicates that this show is taking place after the Spider-Man movie, ah. because in the Spider-Man movie, the the, the yeah, one of, like the final conflict takes place on the Statue of Liberty, mm. and they're scaffolding and they're making. Like, it's under construction it's it? under construction they're yeah. doing something yeah. with it do you know what I mean yeah. and so the fact that that was referenced um, in in this
0: well maybe, show... that, well maybe that just means they take place at the same time because if it's under
2: well construction... no because the the, the, the movie mm. takes place probably during the summer or something like that like it's, it's and Hawkeye takes place during Christmas so it's all okay. sort of snowy okay. the end again without spoiling anything yeah. but the end of the Spider-Man movie takes place in a snowy time so it would seem that this movie ends around the time that hawkeye starts if that makes sense
0: okay
2: you also see um the rogers the musical uh advertised advertised in this movie as well so that's that's quite cool Mm. synergy synergy
0: um yeah so again not much happened but i I like the talking and the, I wouldn't say it was a necessary monologue, but the talking between the two characters, uh, mm. kind of just, and like I said, Jay yeah, like I know a lot of people don't rate Hawkeye, but I'm hoping after the series that people start to get give him some respect because I've always thought Hawkeye was ganging it. Like he's he's, mm. just, he's just a dude with a bow and arrow, and he's always just been for me. He's always, always been high to that, like because yeah, he's just a dude with a bow and arrow in it, and he's just a kill man. Mm. Um,
2: you, have, you have to be pretty cocky and confident in your abilities to roll with a bow and arrow when there's literally iron men flying about and, do you know what I mean, all kinds of madness and you've got a bow and arrow.
0: Mm, exactly That's mad. that. All right, so... Um just before I let you guys go off into your tangents with Spider-Man, uh, for anyone that might be listening to us for the very first time, uh we at BloodsRoss have a very unique rating system. We call it Chicken Rating System. If we think something is absolutely dead. It gets bones. Next up is a quarter chicken, half chicken, three piece, and if it's a creme de la creme, it gets a whole chicken. Uh, for me right now, Hawkeye is sitting at a lovely three piece. Um Depending <coughs> on what they do with episode six, it might get tipped over to a whole chicken. Um, <coughs> now, in regards to well how long do you guys want 30 minutes
2: um yeah I think a couple of hours will do it oh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I could go on forever talking about this fucking movie but
0: alright so what 45 minutes
2: half an hour 45 max yeah
0: alright so message me in the group when um let's
1: try and keep it keep it quick
0: yeah so it's, yeah. About, it's about half eight now I'll I'll be collecting the message about quarter past nine um T if you have any signal issues like you know put a timestamp, etc. Mm. etc. So I can try and edit it without hearing any spoilers because obviously I'm gonna really listen to this. Um yeah, so I should
2: at, I should be cool. I made I tried to make sure for this one.
0: Alright, cool. So we're at twenty one mm. minutes now. Uh yeah, I'll see you guys in about three five minutes. Do you want
2: do you want us to do a spoiler free one? while you're still here and then we can get spoilers when you leave or I don't I don't
0: I don't want to hear anything so man. This is
1: is how big this movie is, isn't it? You you really don't want to get like spoiled at all, do you?
0: Well, like I said, a lot of things I already had a, a, a very good idea from hearing um you know listen to other people's podcasts where they've like broken down the trailers and stuff so i i have a very fairly good idea of what happens or what's going to happen but at the same time other than the one thing i want to confirm because someone wanted to know from me um i don't want to know anything and i want to be like even though i know i still want to be as surprised as possible if that makes sense Mm. Uh,
2: after the after the no, I'm not gonna say anything. Yeah. All right, all right. cool. Cool. Hold on. <laughs>
0: let me just let me just uh, take my headphones off, mute myself, etc. Um, yeah. So you guys have f- a good forty-five minutes from now. Whoa. Should I disconnect? Okay. Let me not disconnect because I don't know how that's gonna. Happen. No. Yeah. Work just for the in case. Um, all right. Cool. So I'm gonna go mute, and uh, you guys enjoy. Mate. All right, wait, stop, 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 stop,
2: Movie, stop, 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 stop,
0: stop, 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 stop. stop, All right, so I can't definitely, <laughs> I can't deafen myself, or it won't pick up you guys talking or all that. Shit.
2: So, you didn't hear what we said?
0: I, I, think yeah. I heard you say, is like, where do we start? Uh, yeah, you didn't. And, okay, so, <laughs> we got um,
2: away with it, Steve.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I,
0: as far as I know, anyway. So, again, from the looks of things, I can't differ myself without it still picking you guys up. So I'm gonna have to like mute, put the headphones somewhere else. I wanna mute myself and that should still pick up the recording. But I, so yeah, hopefully this works. Alright, so go for him now. Don't you think Nana's a dickhead? Like, he
1: really is. <laughs> <man>? <laughs> 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 anyway, he's going to be listening listening, listening back to this <laughs> oh, right man. Spider-Man I mean should we do quick like initial ratings and then I mean it's going to be an yeah. easy one surely Yeah. this is like the, the, this is the biggest the whole list of chickens a, this, a, a movie could ever be this, this for is, me this is the whole chicken
2: this is the whole chicken with all the trimmings like it's a it's a it's a sunday roast like this this yeah. is it's, it's amazing like it's no man it's a Christmas turkey like it's not even a whole chicken it's a Christmas turkey mm. it,
1: it is the creme de la creme it's, it's so good I honestly think this is one of the best like Marvel movies I've seen I, I don't know if I'm just having like new toy syndrome here but um I haven't had, I mean, I remember enjoying Infinity War and then Endgame. This was just just had me riveted the whole time, and there were so many amazing little moments in it that were like exciting and kind of like I felt like jumping out of my seat so many times. And there, there was so much subtlety to to this movie as well, just with all of the different characters and the way that they were they were portrayed. It mm. it really just gave you a flavour of like who is the Spider Man that we've got in this particular universe, you know. Like, but anyway, uh, we should. Pro- do you want to do a kind of like a rundown if we go through the the movie? I've got um, a few notes. Yeah, I've
2: I've got my notes. Actually, watched the movie again online um, just to get my notes oh, in nice. order and stuff. Nice. Uh, but I definitely want to see it again in cinemas. Like, I, I I can't wait for like a HD version of this to to come out on and. Mm just pick it apart you know what I mean like cuz there's some parts where well, well we'll get to it anyway um but yeah so um Spider-Man No Way Home uh third movie in the Marvel um series of, of Spider-Man movies uh picks up directly where uh Far From Home left off um literally
1: yeah like no time gap at all is there no, no time
2: with, which is nuts because I I rewatched um Far From Home and Homecoming uh, before this. And my problem with the first two were that it, it really heavily relied on it, its place in the MCU. Do you know what I mean? Like the first Spider-Man movie uh, yeah. in, in this trilogy didn't seem like the first movie of a trilogy. It seemed like
1: a sequel. Do you know what I mean? Because it, it starts because off... Because we'd already had him in... Um, exactly in the in the Avengers movie, hadn't we? Um, exactly in, in uh, yeah. Civil War, sorry. Civil so, War, yeah.
2: so it starts off. It starts off with a flashback to Avengers uh, and the Battle of New York, and then um, it, another flashback to Civil War. So it's like before this Spider-Man movie, from from starts, his perspective,
1: wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I actually quite like that when I saw that um, that 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 first Spider-Man movie. He he's so he's such a kid in it isn't he mm. and he's like he's just doesn't realize the like gravity of the situation he's there mm. he's been pulled a lot pulled in to do this and he's just so excited to see everybody and he's so fucking overpowered that mm. he doesn't realize that he's able you know like that he's ever gonna get like what's the word like um like hurt or anything like that oh, Yeah. He just you won't get hurt. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's true. I mean, young, young people in general, they feel invincible anyway. Do you know what I mean? So when, when you almost actually are, like, then yeah. it is, going to be amped yeah. up a bit.
1: Well,
2: and, and I think that,
1: that seeing the, the Spider-Man, um, Homecoming movie, mm. actually really helped, um, me realize, like, the, 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 in, in this movie, he really grows up a lot and and just has like you see him turn from kid and uh being like you're saying like um feeling like he's invincible to suddenly realizing that like that whole kind of like he 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 can hurt everybody around him Mm. and he's he's got like a more of a responsibility that that was really kind of like laid at home. And I think it wouldn't, I wouldn't have appreciated that as much if I hadn't seen rewatch the first movie again. Oh, um, definitely.
2: Yeah. I, I get what you're saying. What, what I liked about this one as well, uh, and, and the trilogy as a whole now, uh, which is what the Raimi films and the, I think it's Mark Webb, um, film, the Andrew Garfield ones, did mm. very well. Uh, and this, the MCU Spider-Man hasn't really done so far. um, the MCU has kind of focused on how Spider-Man's life is affected by being Spider-Man. So, mm. obviously, he can't go to the homecoming dance. He can't get the girl he wants. He can't go swimming with the team. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. He's got shit mm. to go and do. Uh, and then in Mysterio as well, like he can't just have a nice date with MJ uh, in, yeah. in Far From Home, sorry, with Mysterio. Uh, all this stuff is how it's affecting Peter's life and what it's stopping him from doing. Whereas this one finally showed the effect he's having on everyone else's life, and mm. if you look at the Sam Raimi trilogy uh, when we reviewed it and the Mark Webb um, two movies, they—I didn't even realize watching him growing up, but rewatching them now, I realized how much they focused on how just the presence of Spider-Man in these people's yeah. lives practically just ruins their lives everyone, yeah, everyone that is
1: endangering them yeah
2: I- exactly yeah and uh, but but even beyond that not even just endangerment like he can't have like in the raimi trilogy his relationship with uh mary jane he fucks with her do you know what i mean like one second he loves her off mm. uh, she but she can't be with him then she's okay now i can be with you and he's like, no, now I don't I can't be of you because I have responsibility. So she's like, okay, mm. moves on, mm. is about to get married. Then he comes back, like, actually, no, I do love you, like, and I'm willing. Do you know what I mean? All and, and it, it goes across the board. And by the end of that trilogy, you see the state they're in. Like Harry Osborne, his best friend, is fucking dead. Mm. MJ and his relationship are fucking like on the rocks. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not a happy ending. And the same thing with the Andrew Garfield ones, like Gwen Stacy's yeah. dead, her dad's dead. Mm. Like, he Like he, and, he and
1: and in the second movie, he's, he's dealing with the fact that like, um, was it in the second movie where he's basically, he's, he's spending a lot of time, like wondering where should he be like going around her? Should he, should, or, oh, or yeah. not, you know, like, and, and he, he does a lot of kind of like one minute he's feeling responsible. And the next minute he's like, fuck it. I don't care. Mm. I'm going to break the rules yeah exactly um, exactly that so, i mean they, just spoilers uh, like mega spoilers here but the yeah. the way they pulled those storylines into this movie was oh, just it, it was amazing so well done it, it made it made you realize what they've gone through mm. and and that kind of like connection that all the universes have with, with spider-man and they, mm. they all effectively go through the same kind of thing don't they they it's almost like, look, if you're going to be this overpowered, no matter what happens, in, in different ways, the same thing is going to happen eventually, isn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly, definitely. Uh, like, it's almost inevitable.
1: Yeah, brilliant. But uh, anyway, so we, we should carry on with the uh, breakdown, yeah, shouldn't we? so
2: we're literally still at the start of the movie. <laughs> 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 um, but no, it was good. I liked, I liked how they... Um, I felt like it was played a bit too much for laughs, I feel like Spider-Man's identity being revealed to the world should have been a bit more dramatic. Uh, but I liked how it was done, though, still. I, 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 I did enjoy it.
1: Um, them, like, running so this, is, yeah, the, this was the beginning bit, wasn't it? Where, like, uh, it, it cracked off straight away that he's now been revealed and the public opinion is that he's murdered um, Mysterio. Like, uh, Mysterio because Mysterio <laughs> basically did the whole social media thing. So, yeah. like... And everyone
2: still believes Mysterio to be a hero. Or or, or some people do, do you know what I mean? Some people are like Mysterio. I think the coach from his school was that like Mysterio was right. And obviously, yeah, Jane, and, and
1: I was looking, they were all like, um, this is what social media does, isn't it? It's a bit like, uh, do you remember the the thing with Britney Spears where it was like everybody was getting the slogan on, like, release Britney or whatever? Free um, Britney, yeah, yeah. And and they, they were this, they were really doing the whole kind of like social media thing of like Mysterio was right, Mysterio was right, and yeah. he, he's walking along, and there's like one side of the the, the, the way into the school is full of people who are supporters and the other side is full of people who are uh, like believe that he killed Mysterio yeah. and uh, and I was like shit this is modern media isn't it if you become yeah. a celeb, you then are subject to like you have to have a ridiculously thick skin yeah endless um, criticism yeah but um, I mean he's not ready for that at all is he no nah, no nah, not at all
2: man not at all and, and then it's it like you said, it thickens his skin. I think by the end of the movie, because I think mm. he's very worried about how he's perceived by people. Do you know what I mean, and by the end, I think he's happy to just just do the right thing, just be an anonymous spider. Dream version of what he originally wanted, and now. No one. It was, wasn't it that
1: originally um, Doctor Strange was gonna gonna just make sure that everybody forgot who Peter Parker was? That Peter Parker was Spider Man. Yeah. So it was, at the end of the movie, it was that everybody's gonna forget who Peter Parker is completely. Which yeah. is like, and that's a much greater, much bigger thing almost. But it, it then becomes more acceptable for Peter Parker because you know he's lost his. He's lost um, Aunt May, and you know all these all the other people. He he realizes they're going to be safer if they don't know him. Ultimately, mm. aren't they? Isn't
2: yeah, and I and as I thing, I got confused in my in the first time when we got out of the cinema because I was like, I thought it was I thought um, Peter Parker told Doctor Strange like obviously to reverse everything that's happening, just mm. do the spell how it was originally going to be done. But it's not. Mm. He, I think he said something like, let's just do a new spell where everyone just completely forgets Peter Parker. Do you know what I mean? So that's really simple. It, yeah. it, the whole point wasn't it
1: to, to, to make a really simple spell. Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. that
2: kind of resolves um, what went wrong in the spell in the first place and why the, the villains were all here. Um, mm. So obviously, in trying to make everyone forget, that Peter Parker is Spider Man, but by messing, by Peter messing with the spell while Doctor Strange is trying to cast it, they accidentally summon people from other universes who, who know Peter Parker is Spider Man. So it, mm. th- there's now more people in the world that know
1: <laughs> that you're
2: Peter Parker. Yeah, Spider-Man than exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, so I wonder if, um, if the, uh, in the, if the, that spell what, that makes everyone forget who Peter Parker is. Um, is that going to have effect on other multiverses? Think, or is it going to be specific to this this particular universe that they're in? Because it effectively it fixed everything in this universe, mm. but the fact is, the original spell that was cast affected other universes, didn't it? Well,
2: yeah, definitely. I mean, if you look at the um the the, the group of villains. So they all come over to this universe. And what, what I loved about what they did was that they weren't just like these scheming villains. Like, oh, we, we all had a fight with Spider-Man and now we all want revenge. So let's team up and mm. we'll all attack Spider-Man, which it could have easily been. Do you know what I mean? Because we all thought it was going to be the Sinister Six. Uh, mm. And this, the whole point of the Sinister Six is that individually the villains have all lost to Spider-Man. But together they can out- outnumber him and overpower him. So, to take what they was doing in this movie, obviously these villains, uh, the majority of them, died in their movies fighting Spider-Man. So
1: mm. now it, lot, it kind of a lot of them were brought over at the point where they were about to die. They
2: about to die, exactly. Like Electro, yeah. even says he he got brought back over from the moment where they were like overcharging him. He was about to die. Uh, Doc Ock. Mm references the fact that he was holding peter by the throat and then appeared here and in that movie again that's moments before um i think it's in that moment where he's strangling peter parker that parker says something to him that brings him back to
1: to um, yeah, I think, his morality Oh they on a pair somewhere or something There's yeah, something exactly. also, isn't yeah. There, or something yeah. i can't remember um, yeah, and look, um, I, I, we are skipping ahead a few bits because there were some bits that I wanted to go on about. Just before we even got to like fucking um, Doctor Strange, um, there were some some very cool bits. So they um, obviously when the Peter Parker is going into school and there's different like his two of his teachers are like loving him and, and one of them's like the the coach is like pro um, what do you call it pro. Um, well, oh, Mysterio, and and you're right. It, it was a bit. It felt a bit jokey when it was actually quite serious. Hold on. But again, sorry. They, they, was
2: just, just message? I think I think he's not picking us up on recording.
1: <laughs> oh No. <laughs> That's he
2: said lost maybe about a minute of you guys talking, but too late now. Oh, keep going. Okay. okay. All right. That's fine. Okay, we'll keep
1: going. Sorry. Yeah yeah so we're talking i uh, was just talking about the um uh the 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 bit leading up to um peter parker going to see dr strange mm. um and they get like uh they all get arrested and um interrogated don't they which which was uh again was quite amusing watching the sort of like uh the way that they were dealing with the different characters mm. um and um and there was a big reveal here wasn't there with um The the introduction of Matt Murdoch in in this universe, which was
2: you 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 kind of felt it coming. They they mentioned the lawyer. They kept saying like, "You need a lawyer. You need to get a good lawyer." And
1: Matt Murdoch is the guy, man. So and and they even did uh, like this isn't just a Matt Murdoch that could be from another universe who who happens to be a blind lawyer. (laughs) He is he is blatantly. Um, Daredevil because they yeah. actually show like a brick being chucked through the window and he just catches it. Yeah, like, and they're like, nothing. and they're like, whoa! Yeah, you, how did you do that? And he's like, I'm a very good lawyer. And I, there was there was mm-hmm. so many like comedy moments in this mm. in this movie. That was, weren't it there, was very good. they yeah. they, and,
2: they. Sorry, I was just gonna say about Matt Murdoch. They they managed to get his name in there because I think Aunt May called him Matthew or called him Matt and then uh, Peter Parker called him uh, Mr. Murdoch so you get his full name there played by Charlie Clark, uh with the same little round red glasses and his,
1: his... it was, oh, it was yeah. amazing it was so well done um, I can't and... wait to see him actually in more movies then you know like uh, if we get more Spider-Man movies or if we get like uh, just it's yeah it's gonna be awesome
2: it it would be it would be really good to see him in more stuff in, in movies especially because mm-hmm. from what i can see it seems like he's going to be in some of the shows going forward so um i believe he's going to be in the echo show which is kind of a spin-off of hawkeye there's a character that oh. was introduced called echo and in the comics she has um ties to kingpin and um as I, th- I think, if you heard Nana say, um, Kingpin was yep. just revealed in in Hawkeye. So the oh, finale done. is centered around this character Echo and Kingpin yep. and, and all this stuff. So Echo's spinning off to have her own show, which most likely Kingpin will be the main villain in that. She's also... She's deaf and Matt Murdock is blind. So yep. that would be kind of a cool little team up. Uh, so I believe... He will be appearing in that. Um, Also, him being a lawyer, I think it's been said that he's going to appear in the She-Hulk series because, obviously, she's a lawyer as well. Um, Yeah. And I think there was even a tease to it in this movie where um, because, obviously, Matt Murdock was there to represent Peter Parker. But he then turns to Happy and says something like, like he's oh, like yeah, you're in
1: even worse trouble you're in even worse trouble
2: like peter's fine they're, they're not going to get this to stick but you've done something within Stark industries and all this and he was like so you need to get a good lawyer like he didn't offer his own services uh, like, uh, you um, do the- you think that's
1: uh, the hint towards so think, um oh that's clever so I, I, think that that she-
2: I think that could be she hulk and Ooh. we may get an episode in that show where she's representing happy, which would be pretty cool. Um, yeah, that'd yeah, be cool. So I thought, I thought that'd be
1: that cool. was a nice little shout out there. Um, so, um, after Matt Murdoch, the whole, um, the story kind of like moves forward about them trying to get into MIT. Mm. Um, and that seems to be the catalyst for, um, Peter Parker to sort of, like, feel like the, the world is coming to an end because no, none of them get into MIT. They all get rejection letters, and it's because of their popularity, isn't it? With, uh, you know, all the older media stuff and everything like that. So it is um, – yeah, he goes off in true sort of, like, you know, like um, young – Young person, just literally, every moment he jumps and just oh, I'll do this, I'll I'll do that, mm. and he doesn't think anything through. No, <laughs> he I only mean, goes to see Doctor Strange.
2: Yeah, that's it. Just straight. Let's let's just put the whole fabric uh, of the multiverse at mm. risk because me and my two mates didn't get into the same college. Like, it's so, such a childish mentality. Oh, right? totally. Doctor yeah. Strange, even says and, and it, for me as well like he's like we've been through so much that sometimes i still forget that you're just a kid and even me yeah, like, I when i was watching it i was like this is pretty this is a weak like it's not really that strong a reason to to resort to dr strange and and this this spell do you know what i mean just because you and your friends were denied college applications that like, i thought like, his his family's at risk. Like, villains know who his identity is, so they're constantly coming for him. And they're like that. Like, when their lives are at risk, fair enough, you'll do anything. But just because you didn't get into the same college, I thought it was a bit silly. But then, like you said, he's a kid. And when you're that age, you and your friends getting into the same college is the biggest, most important thing, <laughs> do you know what I mean, in the fucking world. Like, if that doesn't happen, it is the end of the world. So, so it makes
1: sense. So... Doctor Strange um, entertaining his his whims to to do this to do a spell. Oh. I did feel a little bit like that was like grossly irresponsible of, of Doctor Strange to do it, and yet I've noticed in in a lot of Doctor Strange movies, he's like he's ridiculously clever and wise, oh. but at the same time, it's like he's got a little devil on his shoulder. Oh. A... <laughs> Excuse me, bless you, sneeze. Yeah, no, it's like he he can't help himself sometimes if he's given like a do you, do you want to do you want to do a spell? Oh yeah, okay, let's, yeah. let's do a spell. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, I love spells. And, <laughs> and, and the, the fact that like um, Wong is now the the Sorcerer Supreme yeah. because um, because um, Doctor Strange got like um, snapped away for five yeah. years. And and Wong's not going to let go of that that sort of yeah. supreme like title, yeah. and and he was almost a bit like, look, I don't I don't want to know about it. Like I am going, and I am not yeah. going to get involved. You've got to fix any shit that goes on. And I did I, I do find it a little bit bizarre, you know. Like we seen the Marvel What If, um, and the the you know like Doctor Strange fucking around with with stuff and his interaction with Wong, and it. They seem a little bit like, you know, in the actual movies, the Doctor Strange movie, um, where the he was becoming Doctor Strange. Mm. Um, the previous Sorcerer Supreme, she was sort of like super responsible. And she was the one who was sort of like monitoring Doctor Strange and keeping him in check. Mm. Whereas I, I get the impression that he's a, a far more blasé about spells mm. like, than... He um, ever was. What are you talking about, Wong? No, like, no, no, no. Okay. That Doctor Strange is, and and okay, yeah. the Wong Wong is almost just like a like a caretaker. He's just like he knows he can't control Doctor Strange. Yeah. So he's Wong, just like um, off you Wong, go.
2: Wong's like the the cool principal of the school. Do you know what I mean? Like the 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 principal that all the students get on with, and he'll be like, "All right, just don't let me see you doing it." Do you know what I mean? Because and he's fucking... He's the Sorcerer Supreme. And he's out having fucking cage fights with Abomination <laughs> oh, in Shang-Chi. I'm oh, yes, <laughs> He's the fucking Sorcerer <laughs> Supreme.
1: We didn't know that, though, did we? Yeah. In, 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 in when um, Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi came out. And it's only in this that they actually like dropped the bombshell that he's actually At- the Sorcerer Supreme.
2: Yeah, and it makes sense now that it was Wong who came to get um, Shang-Chi... And it was Wong that was investigating yes. the rings because he's the source yeah. of supreme now, so yeah. that end credit scene all makes more sense as well.
1: It, I, I do feel like it's slightly uncharacteristic, though, that of, mm. of Doctor Strange. You know, he in uh, in previous iterations, like when he was in Infinity War, um, he seemed to be way more sensible about it. Like you know, instead of just going fuck okay, it, let's do let's. Let's um, let's try this out. He goes and like looks at however many million like oh. scenarios before oh. they try it out, oh. and 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 that seemed a lot. Whereas in this, you know, like it, he genuinely fucked up, didn't he? Like yeah. from a doing this spell, you know, it
2: was as much his fault, if not more, his fault than it was Peter Parker's actual fault because he's a kid. Yeah. He's going to come and ask you. You're meant to be the responsible adult that says no, yeah. but I think it's a combination of his ego where he's like, I can do anything. Like You can tell me it's too dangerous and there are repercussions, well, but I'm not going to fuck it up because I'm that good. Like, that's do you think gonna this do. is going to be
1: the, the premise of the multiverse of madness?
2: I, I think so, so as well, because um, it, it... Yeah, I, th- I think probably it's going to be a direct continuation of this, and I think it's... I don't think it was like um executed very well or portrayed very well, but I think the the intention was that Dr Strange has a soft spot for Peter Parker specifically like mm. he feels for him as a, he is he he's a child, you know what I mean he's witnessed him like turn into dust like yeah. you know what i mean he's he's seen everything he's been through, he knows everything he's been through he feels bad for him uh like I said, I don't think that was portrayed. Official, like very well in the sh- in the, in the movies, but he makes a couple of comments. Like um, he says to Wong ah oh, after everything this kid's been through, like let's just do this for him. And it, it yeah. seems like he he um, I don't know, like he cares for him. Even at the end, when when he's doing the final spell to make everyone forget Peter Barker, he says something like, "Everyone who loves you and cares about you." is about to forget about you and we something, something, something. So he puts himself in that group of people, people that love and care about Peter Parker. Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 So definitely. Yeah.
2: I think that's what they were trying to show is that, cause he is still very strict. Like when it came to the villains, he was like, no, they're going back to the universe. I don't care yeah. if they die. He even, even drops the, 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 um, line from Rocky four. If he, if they die, they die. Do you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't give a fuck (laughs) Uh, yeah the big russian guy is like if he dies (laughs) he dies (laughs) so excellent um, excellent. but yeah so dr Strange, he clearly he's willing to let people die just like he was in infinity war when he was like if it between tony stark and spider-man's lives or the infinity stone he was like i'm gonna choose the infinity stone i'm gonna have to let you die and That aspect of him is still there. If you
1: think about him being like having, like him having died a million times in, um, with, in front of Dormammu, was it Dormammu? Um, you know, when, when he went into the, into the, in his, in his, in his main movie, he, yeah, yeah. He uses time against Dormammu, doesn't he? Yeah. Where he, like, puts a time loop in. And, um, so for, for him to have experienced all of that, he's going to like broaden his mind and make him, mm. you know, like when you've seen multiverses, you're going to have mm. a much bigger, like perspective aren't you of, mm. of everything, rather than, um, looking just small scale at, at who your friends are and that's it, you know? Mm. So again, it that, and that's kind of what made me feel a little bit like it was slightly out of character him to do this because he surely would have just been like, You're kidding me, right? Uh-huh. You want me you want me to do this? But uh-huh. then he almost makes it out like it's uh a uh, like, ah, it's no big deal, like it's just uh-huh. a small small fuck around, like let's not let's, it's no no nothing nothing mega. And it's the thing okay. Is-
2: The thing is, I guess it is, though, to him. Because remember, he's done this spell before many times.
1: He's like... He jumped in the the New Year's party or something like that, yeah. And
2: Wong's like, no. He's like, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That is funny. Dr. Strange, I don't know, man, must have, like, got drunk and sang karaoke with his trousers down or something. he embarrassed himself at that party and just made everyone forget. So... To Doctor Strange, it is casual; it's nothing like he can do it. But mm. Peter Parker interfering is what fucked with it. Do you know what I mean? And
1: it was so that the combination
2: the, that that led to what happened.
1: The, the bit then following that that just absolutely cracked me up. And just it, this is this is one of the things that cements um, who who the Peter Parker is in this universe. Like how how incredibly young and unexperienced he is is uh, right at the end after they kind of like managed to contain it kind of um strange is then talking to him about the mit thing and he was like he suddenly realizes that peter parker hasn't even tried phoning him up and asking <clears throat> them to change their minds he's yeah. just taken that as like gospel the rejection letters that's it that's it and <laughs> I just was like, this is so good, like, this is good storytelling now, where they, like, this is what kids do, isn't it? They, like, don't think outside, they don't think further than, like, just the end of their nose. Mm. They, um, so all of a sudden, he's like, I can do that? Oh, shit, I'd better go do that then. Yeah. And the funny thing is, it works. He goes
2: and talks to her, and then she's like, yeah, Yeah. cool, I'll let you in, Well, yeah. I'll let you in.
1: (laughs) obviously after that's when all the shit starts, isn't it? So he realizes that he's actually a hero and that he, he genuinely wants to save her life and everything. But, um, but yeah, so we, this feeds into the next section of the story, which is basically all of the, the, the villains now appearing in the, in, from other universes. Um, and and it, it, it it, go on.
2: Yeah. I was going to say to me, this is where the fucking film starts. Like up until this point, it's been entertaining. Like, we got the Matt Murdock cameo. Um, it was wrapping up from the last movie, setting up this movie. But it it seemed a little disjointed. It was just like a bunch of things happening. Yeah. And, and yeah. It, it kind of had... It, they were putting all the pieces in place for the movie, do you know what I mean? But as soon as we're on the bridge and Doc Ock shows up, from that moment on, it's fucking... Flawless, like it 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 just keeps getting better and better as every scene unfolds and how you see the, the exactly. character interactions, but
1: yeah. So So the the introduction of Doc Ock is him just basically thinking that Spider Man is, is his Peter Parker and he's on a he's he's hell bent on, on killing Peter Parker. Mm. He's asking um, him where's
2: my machine? So Yeah straight away and, reference yeah. to, to Spider Man
1: two, which was cool. Exactly, and um, what what is quite kind of like was quite uh, apparent then is that in this universe, they've got nanotech, which instantly just like fucks with Doc Ox like like you know, uh, tent- tentacles, doesn't it? So instantly, like, very quickly, Peter Parker is able to just take control of Doc Ock's tentacles. Almost mm. was like, a, he hacks it, and then he's now, he moves his arm up and down, and yeah. he's controlling him. And and it was like, it, it, there's, there was quite a few instances in this movie where it was showing us just how clever Peter Parker really is. He is, he, uh, he, mm. he's like, he's so raw, because he's so young, and like, you know, like, but mm. he's so fucking clever, and so powerful. He's got, he is. he's, he's, uh, he's so like, strong, and so, like, resilient, and he's got a spider sense, and he's fucking, like, clever enough, you know, he's ridiculously clever, like, problem-solving, he Mm. makes his own web fluid, all that kind of stuff. It's just... I was, like... I really got that feel for for that in in this movie. They they did a bloody good job of actually like really bringing home this lad is a fucking genius. He just doesn't realise it. He's he's just living his life like from one step to the next.
2: Uh, it it also shows how advanced the technology of the MCU in general is. Um, yeah, I think I think Peter Parker even says like our our technology is quite advanced here. Um, which is why and it's like, all
1: because of Stark isn't it it's, it's all because it has of to the because be of Stark what happened with the Stark yeah yeah and mm. the
2: fact that um Stark exists in the MCU but obviously there's no Tony Stark in the the other Spider-Man movies um and, and then when when we when we I think Green Goblin Norman Osborn says something later like um Oscorp doesn't exist there's other people living in my house do you know what I mean so yeah. There, there's no Norman Osborn in the MCU. Do you know what I mean, because yeah. there'd, there'd be an Oscorp if there was a Norman Osborn, there'd be an Oscorp. But there's not, so it kind of it, it kind of shows that Tony Stark is how smart he is, how more infinitely smart he is than, say, Norman Osborn or do you know what I mean, other other yeah. scientists of, of their uh, respective universes.
1: Um, I think we got. I think we got a bit of that in the um, old um, uh, Marvel "What If," where they were introducing the the concepts of like, w- what if you know, like Tony Stark didn't end up getting kidnapped. Mm, um, you know, yeah. That that was a pivotal moment for him to become Iron Man. Yeah. And but there's so many things in other universes where like Tony Stark just didn't end up. You know maybe if you might have been even further back then but like this stock like like uh what do you call it um like gene line you know like the stocks never existed therefore you ended up getting the the osborne um being the sort of like the big tech kind of guy oh. you know um, but no it's it, it that that was very cool how they kind of like did the whole kind of like um different differences between the different universes um yeah definitely so, uh, and
2: sorry just, just to go back to the doc Ock bridge scene that fight on the bridge between doc Ock and spider-man was fucking amazing
1: oh, and like, when they brought spider spider-man got like um like beat down and then into like a, a, a car or something and then his spider suit really comes into its own, and you see the like the te- the, the the spider legs come out, and yeah. you just like holy shit, he's in full like Spider-Man battle mode now, yeah. And and even like Doc Ock is co- commenting on that, isn't he?
2: So like oh, we've got competition, which was brilliant. yeah,
1: yeah. I did like that, that was yeah. really good.
2: and their fight like. To see their tentacles and the spider arms like clashing, and that was so cool. Yeah. It was so fast-paced. Seeing Doc Ock just grabbing cars and one of those big like concrete cylinder things just swinging them around like that whole fight scene was was amazing. And to see yeah. him saving civilians like cars getting thrown off the bridge, um, kind of mirrored uh, how Andrew Garfield Spider-Man was saving people on the bridge. Uh, mm. against against the lizard so i thought that was quite a cool um yeah hang the, hang,
1: hang the on, hanging on the cars the, on down on the yeah. fluid yeah and this is something that sort of um i oh um what was i gonna say now um oh shit uh i've had a mental block don't worry carry on
2: uh i was just gonna say as well um when you were talking about the like technology and nanotech and stuff, um, yeah, Doc Ock, uh, instantly knew what it was, though, even though they don't have nanotech in their universe. Um, in the first Spider Man movie, uh, I think Norman Osborne references nanotechnology, saying it's theoretical. Right now, but they're working on it or something. So it doesn't exist in their universe yeah. yet, but the concept of it exists. So
1: well, again, I suppose we we've, we've got that, haven't we? We we've got the concept of nanotech. It's just yeah. not really like possible. Whereas he he's suddenly seeing it in real life. Yeah. So yeah, I, I just remember what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so um, this whole kind of like bit w- that we saw with this fight was it a lot of this was in the trailers. Um, but this is really early on in the movie, and um, I was really pleased that, like, a lot of the stuff that went on in the trailers, granted there was a little bit later on uh, in the sort of like the final battle, um, but the majority of the stuff that we saw in the trailers was was pretty much at the beginning of the movie. So yeah. you didn't get too, too much kind of spoil, because um, often trailers kind of give you, like, the highlights of the movie and, and then you watch the movie and you're like, well, i kind of got all of this in the, mm. in the trailers. And it's especially cool. with
2: especially with Sony and Spider-Man movies. <laughs> like, that's right, yeah. They're notorious right. for it.
1: Well, but they did, um, they did a good job here of, of not kind of, like, spoiling it too much, didn't they?
2: Definitely. I, I think everyone did, did a great job. As much as leaks came out and stuff like yeah. that, I still feel like... Um, The enjoyment factor was still there, even if we may have predicted some things, or if certain things turn out to be true, certain things turn out not to be true. The movie exceeded my expectations. Like I, 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 I was cautiously optimistic about this movie. I was like, I would love it if they do this. I would love it if they do that. But if they don't, fair enough. Do you know what I mean? Like it is a bit crazy. So then when they did certain things and took it further than I even thought they would, like having the the villains from all the movies is cool, but the Mm -hmm. amount that they referenced their stories from the movies, like, and the interaction between the villains. So not only were they taken out of their own universe, but they were taken from different times in their own universe. So Green Goblin was obviously taken around the time of the first Spider-Man movie. So, Ooh. and Doc Ock was taken around the time of the second Spider-Man movie. So because Doc he's Ock, like,
1: he's di- he
2: died. And exactly. He's Doc like, Ock mm. is aware of what happened to Green Goblin the same way Sandman is aware of what happened to both of them. Um, Electro yeah. is a, was aware of what happened to Lizard. Do you know what I mean? So having that whole discussion of, of when um, Doc Ock's like, that can't be Norman Osborn, like, because he sees him in the Green Goblin suit at first. He's like, it can't be because he died. Like, you're going out and chasing a ghost. And then Electro and ha- describes his fight with Spider-Man and how, uh, again, just like Doc Ock, Electro must have come over to our universe just before his death because he was talking about the moment in Amazing Spider-Man 2, where they was like overcharging him like ready to to like for him to blow up or whatever. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. He was about to die. Doc Ock knows he died. Green Goblin knows he died. Um and I loved it because they all have their own um um motivation. Do you know, what I mean like I was saying earlier, it wasn't just, oh, we all want revenge on Spider Man, we're the sinister six, you know what I mean? Let's do it. Yeah. They all they weren't even all on the same side at points, do you know what I mean? Like
1: I, I actually put a note down here actually saying like they've all got different motives. Electro mm. just he just wants power. He's come to this new universe and it's like he's having a new dish. Yeah, he's and happy he's like, to stay
2: this, here. He wants he's- to stay. He looks more sexy. He's got more power. Like, oh, he's
1: got his hair. He's no longer. I was so funny. So, he's <laughs> I'm telling
2: you, if I if I woke up in a in a universe where I had hair again, I'd want to stay there as well. But so I felt his, I felt, I felt empathy for him in that moment. But um, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. So Electro was happy to stay here. He's got this new power that he enjoys. Um, he looks better, um, but whereas Sandman. He just wants to go home. He doesn't he care. He doesn't,
1: he, he doesn't he trust doesn't, anybody, does he? He
2: doesn't trust anyone. He do, he doesn't die in his universe, so he doesn't fear going back. He just wants to mm. get back for his daughter. So when um, Spider-Man decides because he's willing to send them all home, I'm, I, we're going to have to speed through a bit of certain bits because I think we need to be done by half past.
1: Yeah, um, I was just saying, we, I was just going to say, we, we're running out of time, so we've got yeah. to... It's almost um, quarter past already, which is our original um, limit. <laughs> uh, my, my, other notes for here were like Doc Ock is is crazy just because of his chip, yeah, and uh, and Green Goblin has got his multiple personality disorder, so he's he's just fucking crazy, and so yeah, they're, they're all different. They've all got their own sort of like um, own motivations. Um, do you? Th- I've got a question for you. Um, do you think? That when they, obviously, they all get sent back um, and they'll all forget who Peter Parker is. Mm. And that means that the other Peter Parkers go back to their own timelines. Mm. Are they all going to forget the events of what happened? Or are they all going to remember the fact that they went into Mm. uh, into another universe? Because if they remember anything that went on, they will it's going to change the timelines for the universes that they've been in.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, that, that's definitely the case anyway, because um, I was about to say, Spider-Man decides he he can't just send them home to to their deaths. He wants to help them. He wants to cure them of their things and then send them back, which may change their fate and they won't die. And Mm. the, Mm. the majority of the villains, if not all of them, he does that. He, he cures, um, Kurt Connors, the lizard, he cures Sandman. Um, mm. he makes a, uh, um, replacement,
1: mm.
2: he uh, cures Green Goblin. Um, and who's the last one? Oh, and Electro that was- he cures Electro and then they will mm. get sent home. So going back, they now don't have their powers. So it's going to create a, a new timeline. Do you know what I mean, so but what about the other, not, sp-
1: the, other, the other Peter Parkers, though? Like, if you other I Peter reckon, Parkers,
2: I reckon well, they can't forget that they're Spider Man themselves. Do you know what I mean? They can't forget themselves. It would be funny if they did because then they'd have to rediscover their powers, which could be interesting. Well, but, but they I, would forget
1: think- who Peter Parker is not necessarily Spider they would know that they're a Spider Man, but they wouldn't know who they, w- who they were personally. Oh that's true that's a good like like a, the uh, yeah. the spell was that that everybody would forget who peter parker is yeah. so maybe it, it's it specific was, that it wouldn't affect them it would be yeah. like if, I think it if was you're peter parker the, hmm.
2: I think it was specific to the MCU universe so i think even like the villains who went back to their world um they probably still remember this event that that's how i'm taking it I, I, I feel so, like yeah. it's mm. just the people of this universe that have forgotten who Peter Parker is because mm. that would be pissed if Peter Parker <laughs> goes back like like um Toby Maguire's Peter Parker if he goes back after talking about how he finally resolved things with MJ and they're finally on a good path again if he goes back to his dimension and she doesn't remember who he is that would
1: be fucking uh, pissed he would be like what the fuck yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: fuck fuck you <laughs> Strange and yes.
1: magicians. Um, so, well,
2: um, you Lebert- casually revealed <laughs> yeah. that, yes, Tobey Maguire and the other spider man
1: are in this movie. And uh, holy shit, what an amazing introduction. Oh, she, my when, So uh, very, very quickly before that, um, we find out that, like, a med can actually use a sling ring to open yeah. up portals. So he actually does have like like magic magic in his family. He he said, "Yeah."
2: He said that his mom said they got magic in her family. I'm wondering now though, because at first I was like, "That's dumb!" Like you're meant to train for years to learn how Mm. to do magic, and he can just do it. Fair enough. I'm willing to suspend my disbelief for that. And now I'm actually excited because I think this might be their way of getting him to become the hobgoblin. Because in the comics, Ned Leeds becomes the Hobgoblin or, or one version of the Hobgoblin.
1: But the Hobgoblin's um, not got magic, has he? Not
2: that I can remember. i am pretty sure it's tech as well, like Green Goblin. But they they might be putting their own spin on it. Do you know what I mean? Which Because they they teased um <laughs> Ned's kind of villainous side by when he asked the other Peters, ah, oh, do you have a best friend? And both of their best friends was obviously Harry Osborn, who then hmm. became the Green Goblin and died fighting them. Do you know what I mean? Died in their arms fighting him. And so Ned Leeds later says to Spider-Man, oh, I promise you, I'll never turn into a villain and, and try and kill or something. Yeah, like that, you know totally. I mean? totally. Oh, really? Ooh,
1: That's ooh. great.
2: Yeah, blue and yellow. So That's that like great. college, that college jacket he had on, the colours were blue and yellow. So I thought that, again, it could just be a little reference, could be a tease, could be foreshadowing. Don't
1: know, but I, I liked it anyway. Yeah, um, no, that would be very cool if uh, if he like if he did. I, again, I don't know the story of the hobgoblin, but we'll, we'll have to talk about that another day. Um, yeah. Moving on, um, so we get this introduction where they they're looking for. A, for Spider-Man, and um, they find Spider-Man, but it's not their Spider-Man, it's another right. Spider-Man, and it, the the, the cinema erupted. There was, a, there was everybody, everybody cheered when Matt Murdock appeared, and yes. um, everyone went, fucking nuts! I've never been into a, into a cinema and watched a movie, and, you know, I've heard about it happening in America, I've never seen this happen in the UK, and I, granted, I've never been to, like, a like um a uh, uh, you know first screening, you know, like mm. the op- opening night. But it was nuts, wasn't it? It was such mm. an awesome moment when really they were cool. like Yeah, that that was and really they, good.
2: They was clever, I think, to bring Andrew
1: Garfield first. Because yeah, do, do you think so? I was gonna, I was gonna ask what. What do you think about? They must have had a discussion at that oh, point. Yeah. They where, who, who comes first? Who do they introduce first? It must have been a very serious discussion because it, like,
2: uh, the majority of people, I think, believe that the Amazing Spider-Man movies are trash, and Andrew Garfield doesn't get any love at all for his movies.
1: I've um, got to say. I gotta say, he was amazing in he this movie. He stole the show. Like he, he's not
2: my favorite Spider-Man, but he is just as valid as the rest of them. Do you know what I mean? Like he really, he, his version of Spider-Man is, yeah, arguably the most tragic, arguably the most funny. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it and it, we we had a big discussion. Uh, in our group, me, Martin, um, and everyone in the group, about the three different Spider Men, saying which mm. one we thought was the smartest or stuff like that. And Andrew Garfield's Spider Man, we all agreed, based on their movies alone, that he was the smartest. And I think in this movie, it kind of showed that as well because when they're all in the lab, he puts on his lab coat. Do you know what I mean? So visually, yeah, mm. you get the sense he okay, he's the smart one. But also, he was like, okay, we can create a, 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 a cure, an anti serum for the lizard. Like, it's no big deal. I've done it before. And the other mm. two look at him like, like, wow, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah. no big deal. So to me, he is the smartest one. And even when he first comes through that portal, he, he makes comments. He's something about string theory, multiversal, something. Mm. And he's like, and it's all true. So he, he is very smart. <laughs> do you know what I mean?
1: And he's not like, he's not too phased by the fact that he's coming to this other universe. And, um, and, and again, what was also interesting was when they introduced then Tobey Maguire, um, Spider-Man, he was like, is it, is it you who I'm looking for? And mm. he's like, his, his spider senses seems to be that much more like, um, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man is, is a bit more like nerdy and, and smart. Mm. Um the Spider-Man that we've got from from Tobey Maguire is way more like um spider sense and like in, he's he's more orga- organic he's got the organic web oh, yeah. shooters and his spider sense is actually he's almost developed it um so much that he's sort of like you know he knows that there's somebody in there's another version of him in trouble mm. uh, who needs who needs help yeah, it was kind of um,
2: very similar to Into the Spider-Verse because that was happening to Gwen Stacy. Oh,
1: you've, you've disappeared, man. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, come back. You, you're back. Go for it. Up up again. It again. Was, it was kind of like what?
2: I was going to say it was quite similar to Into the Spider-Verse because Gwen Stacy was having that same thing. Their, their spider sense was reacting to each other. And Gwen mm. Stacy in that movie said, like, oh, I my spider sense was telling me to come to this school. I didn't know why. And then obviously it turns out it was oh. to, to meet Miles. Didn't Perez, do a, you know what I mean?
1: Didn't they do a good job of of um, showing Peter, our Peter apart, like Tom Holland's Spider Sense, and how that, like, he oh. was like, you can see he was like something is wrong, and I, but I don't know what what it is. And oh you my god! The how tension cool is
2: in that fucking scene? Like, because oh. everyone, the fact that he's working with, a, he's got a room full of villains, and like we know them as villains. We've seen their mm. movies and how brutal they can be. So we're already on edge. You know what I mean, like as an audience, I was already on edge. Like he's in a room full of like his worst villains. They can all turn him at any moment, but they're all working together. It seems to be going well. And then like, they cure Doc Ock. Like he manages to make the thing and Doc Ock becomes good again, which I thought was mm. really cool. Um, yeah. and, and then all of a sudden Peter Parker's spider sense just starts going off and, He's looking around. You see him, like, looking at everyone in the room, and you're like, who is it? Like, what's going on? What is he sensing? And then all of a sudden, he just webs Green Goblin's hand. And you're like, of fucking course. Of course it is the worst And
1: and he's there going, he's he's there going, oh, you've got that clever spider sense, haven't you? He, almost out of all the villains, he knows, he understands Spider-Man the best, doesn't he? Where he... He knows that there's this spider sense. And, oh, yeah, that, that was a brilliant, brilliant scene, wasn't it? That, that was fight. really clever. That
2: fight as well. I mean... It
1: was they, brutal, they, wasn't it? It was brutal. They're, like, and down, down through floors and everything. And smashing and...
2: each other through walls and the punches, just the sound of the punches. And then, I, I haven't mentioned yet, but the score, the soundtrack of this movie is amazing. One of the best... You kept on
1: leaning over to me, going, "That's the music from Andrew Garfield. That's and that's that's um yeah. that's to- Toby Maguire's so, music." Mm.
2: So in the final in the final climax, there's a moment where um, uh, Doc Ock and Toby Maguire's Spider Man have a moment together, which was really mm. nice because mm. of their relationship in their movie. And during that moment, there's like a rendition of that spider-man movies um theme song i think it was danny elfman that made it so that kind you hear that kind of coming to the score then a little bit later there's a moment where andrew garfield uh, is talking to jamie fox who's who's just been caught cured of his problem and they kind of have this nice interaction and the amazing spider-man's uh score kind of kicks in but also, I didn't notice the first viewing round, but again, like I said, I watched it a second time online. When Doc Hawk yeah. first appears on the bridge, a bit of his theme tune from his movie kicks in. Aww. And Never. It, when it doesn't happen for Andrew Garfield when we first see him, but when we first see Toby Maguire, a bit of his theme tune kicks in as well. I guess because when they introduced Andrew Garfield, it was still going to be a surprise. But by the time we get to Toby Maguire... We've seen Andrew Garfield, so we kind of expect it and, and so we get his score kicking. in. It's really good. But even beyond that, just like the scenes where um where like Spider-Man is experiencing the world and everyone knows his 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 identity, there's like this drum, this song, it's like just drums and like a bass guitar, and it's really like like atmospheric. And whenever a new villain would appear like when Green Goblin appeared on the bridge or when Electro yeah. appeared, there was like this really eerie music, almost kind of like supernatural reminded me of something from Ghostbusters. Do you know what I mean? Like this really yeah. eerie ghostly music. And in this fight that we were just talking about where with with Spider-Man and the Green Goblin, their first fight there's like this choir. There's a moment where this choir is, is kind of like, I don't even know how to explain it. The only other time I've heard something like this was in the first Godzilla movie um, where they're skydiving into the city and there's like this choir playing and it's like, Like, it's really like (laughs) atmospheric and tense. And and while that's playing is when Spider-Man is laying into Green Goblin, punching him in the face. And Green Goblin is laughing, cackling. And it was just crazy,
1: and it's like that was that was at the end when they're on they're on the shield so uh, we and uh, we were hinting about this earlier, but like um the what is it the statue of liberty is is having a remake with um with a shield um with an yeah. america shield and and the shield falls down, and they end up um green goblin and 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 peter parker and uh, our toby tom holland mm. uh spider man have like their face off because obviously um may gets killed by by this green goblin um, yes. and and oh my god that that scene where she died was like fucking horrific. yeah was, it was sad man that was really sad and that was but yeah and he's really you see him pummeling like <laughs> um norman osborne and he's making dents in the fucking uh <laughs> you know shield and everything um i had a quick Thing that I wanted to say, we didn't talk about Doctor Strange um, and his bit with him going into the mirror universe, and how like fucking um, Peter Parker is so clever. Again, he figures out how the mirror dimension works and manages to trap. Um, Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange in the fucking Mirror Dimension and it's like what? he doesn't even realise like how impactful that it actually is like that he has bested Doctor Strange he's mm. so in ridiculously in yeah. Doctor Strange's own kind of like realm you know they, yeah. this is Doctor Strange Doctor Strange is like you're going to come and play in my playground I'm in control and he's like uh, you are but I understand it better than you. Like mm. it's fucking nuts, isn't it? <laughs> you know, <his> geometry,
2: <clears throat> and he yeah, was is like, that, "Is that oh, a okay, cool. Do you know what's? Do you know what's better than magic? Math, and then yeah, that's yeah. cool. And that-
1: well, oh. it, that's, a that's a subtle hint. about like maths. Um, if the, the more advanced maths you get to, the more you realise that maths is feeds into everything, mm. and like uh, extremely clever mathematicians will you know but they basically like it feeds into all forms of science you know maths is you know on a very pure level if you understand it you you're gonna have be able to look at everything basically so uh, i thought that was a bit almost meta almost you know where they were like uh, uh, talking about are, are we getting we get messages we're almost done aren't we yeah, I would
2: say probably about ten more minutes and then we'll, we'll wrap up.
1: <laughs> um then it's like, we'll wrap
2: all up all night man, I could talk about this all night. Um but yeah, okay. You you just said about it by being meta. I thought there was a lot of moments in this movie that were quite meta.
0: Well um, the 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 meta moments are gonna have to wait till another time.
2: Nah, bro, I will say it now. Right, yes. I will oh, movie, bro. put us back on mute and give us ten more minutes, bro. I'll ruin it for you uh, here and now. Hurry up. <laughs> Uh, ten minutes. Right. <laughs> you ten but, uh, minutes, and that's it. Yeah, so Hanna's right. a prick, I, can... I swear down he's a oh, prick, oh, <laughs> bro. But... You <laughs> <He> did that. <laughs> you anyway, so funny. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, what I was I <laughs> going to say? Yeah, Metal. Um, I liked when um, the, all the interactions between the three Spider-Men was fucking amazing. Every it was really line, good. I could have just looked oh, back. And like the the moments like when um, Tobey Toby Maguire says like his back's hurting and Andrew Garfield like cracks his back for him were was was cool to see, but also referencing to Spider Man two where Peter Parker injures his back, which was also a meta reference to Toby Maguire himself injuring his back during filming. So I thought that yeah. was a pretty cool inclusion. Brilliant,
1: that was brilliant.
2: And then um,
1: also they're just their like the interaction with each other where um you can see that, like certainly for Andrew Garfield, he is so lonely and he mm. just wants to. This suddenly having like a brother, almost, you know, who's who's the same as him. It's another yeah. Spider-Man, and he's. Uh, you can see he's just like this is the most special thing for him in the entire world to suddenly mm. have, um, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man as his like as his his bro. It's true, it's true, yeah, he, he could
2: tell, he appreciated it, and he got, his, he got his, I thought it was heartbreaking when he was talking about Gwen Casey and his redemption, yeah. catching, catching MJ, I thought was really cool, and his face, like, you could tell he was really happy for her life being saved and for this Peter to still have his MJ But it brought back those memories and it, it still hurts him, do you know what I mean, I thought I mean,
1: that, that was... That, oh my god, that was such a harsh moment in the Spider-Man... I mean, in, in The Amazing Spider-Man 2 when um, her head snaps back. Fuck. I know we talked uh, about this the, other, the, other, the other, like, last, last time we were talking about when we were doing the reviews, but it just reminded me again like how harsh that moment was for him. Like, you know.
2: Yeah, it's true. Bad. And um, there was a lot, like I said, the whole interaction, that bit where um they're talking about like who's the, what's the like weirdest villain you've ever fought? And Toby Maguire's like, well, I fought an alien once made of black goo. And then Tom Holland's like, yeah, I fought an alien as well. He, he was purple. I fought him on Earth and in space. <laughs> <laughs> and then Andrew Garfield's like, oh, I, I want to fight an alien. Now. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. So jokes, huh? It was so good. Yeah. yeah. And then we obviously finally get the great power comes great responsibility. That was I love, brilliant. I love that, that was Toby so Maguire awesome. finished off that line for him. And a yeah. little talk about Uncle Ben... Obviously, in this universe, it was Aunt May that said it to him before she died. But yeah. I took it. I kind of took it as that was an expression Uncle Ben used to say, and she was yeah. reminding him of it. It wasn't her coming up with it. Do you know what I
1: mean? Because oh, um, see, see, I was seeing, I was just seeing it more as a coincidence, or like a or a connection between the multiverses. That like she's the Uncle Ben of in this universe, and that in this yeah. universe, the Uncle Ben is not. Almost not. It doesn't exist. Have they ever referenced Uncle Ben in this universe? The only
2: reference they've done to Uncle Ben is there's a briefcase that Peter Parker uses in the second movie, and it says Mm. it has BP on it. The initials BP, which we assume is Ben Ben Parker. But other than that, no, there's not really been any reference specifically to him. Um, Nice. But, yeah, so, I mean, we we mentioned... um, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man potentially being the smartest. Obviously, Tom Holland Spider-Man was able to create cures for the villains in a yeah. way that. Well, actually, Andrew Garfield did do it. He cured Lizard, but he didn't. He couldn't cure. He he'd done it before, yeah. But,
1: but Tom, I think I see Tom Holland Spider-Man as just being like he—he's just as clever, but he's so much younger. Yeah, and but then therefore, then he has therefore access, he's
2: sort of. But then he has access to advanced technology. Do you know what I mean? So if, yeah.
1: It's yeah,
2: hard to yeah, yeah. That. But I think, without a shadow of a doubt, to- Tobey Maguire's Spider Man, and I-, I believe I thought this before seeing this movie. But I think it's been confirmed that Tobey Maguire's Spider Man is the strongest and and most durable.
1: Because well, see, so he got stabbed, right? But d- does that mean that he's going to die? Or no, he... he
2: seemed to brush it off. Like that's what I mean. Like
1: because <laughs> he was dull. saying, he was like, uh, "You're in a lot of pain, aren't you?" And he's like. Yeah. He's like yeah, but he's
2: so used to it and he can just take it like it's nothing to him now.
1: And right. that they that... are he's just showing us how how fucking hench a uh, Spider-Man as a character is, isn't it?
2: Yeah. I mean, Toby, Toby is the tank of this Spider-Man team. And like you say he took the blade from the Green Goblin at the end, which was fucking jokes considering Toby Maguire just saved him for him to then yeah. stab him in the back. I was like, yeah, that's 100% Green Goblin, like I love it. Um, yeah. But yeah, just the fact that Toby, uh, Toby Maguire Spider-Man was able to jump in And catch
1: Oh, uh, and he and killed he, the um, the blade, didn't he?
2: And stopped Tom Holland And Tom Holland was not holding back Do you know what I mean? He wanted and to he kill was, him
1: But there was nothing said between them There was just It was the just look the on his look. face and Fucking that amazing nice. That was great acting, that was That was, that was really was good acting Really good Everything, yeah. everything so, everyone, we
2: got... everyone in this movie was great we got um, five minutes left. Yeah. So, right, it was just quickly. Key points. C- okay, key points. Um, I love J. Jonah Jameson in it. I thought.
1: Oh, yeah, he was brilliant. Wasn't he? I, I <laughs> thought J. K.
2: Simmons never lost it. Like, he, he is yeah. J. Jonah Jameson. Everyone, all the actors, Alfred Molina, Docock was on point. All of them. I felt were their characters from the movies. Do you know what I mean? There was no mo- moment, even like people like Jamie Foxx, who is so different from how his character was in that movie, still seem like the same guy. And it was interesting that even when he first turns up, he is in the blue form. It's a bit different, mm. but he is in the blue form still. And mm. so, yeah, I, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, the, there was a moment in the climax where Doc Ock goes up against Green Goblin. That was fucking epic. The visuals of, of the tentacles against the glider yep. was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Miles Morales gets a kind of shout out when uh, Electro... There was, so it would be great if
1: there was a black Spider-Man. Or something. Yeah.
2: Is that right? yeah, I thought that was funny and a nice little potential tease um, yeah. to to Miles. Uh, we... Oh, okay. Um... I've got a couple problems, though, with the concept of this movie. Um, And I'll just say it quickly. So the whole point is Peter Parker wants to do a spell where everyone forgets he's Peter Parker. But in doing so, they accidentally bring people to this universe who already know he's Peter Parker. Yeah, that was kind of how they explained it. But Electro, in his movie, never finds out that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. He's the only one that actually doesn't know that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. So why was he brought to this universe? Did he not know that? No, he, he never found mm. out. it's and, and interesting. You could say that, okay, maybe he survived and then later on down the line they have more interactions and he finds out. But they referenced the moment that he came to this universe was in the scene that we saw in Amazing Spider-Man where they were trying to overload him. So if that's the moment where he dies... He's not like there's no moment for him to find out who Peter Parker is. So it does that
1: doesn't. Did he really not? Did did Peter Parker's um like mask not come off in that scene? So that knew that who he was. I don't mm. not,
2: that I can recall. I don't think so. I don't really I don't watch think that. Find I, I, like, I've that's got like a, a few minor nitpick. Anyway, that's minor. Like yeah. it doesn't matter. The same thing. This the same thing goes with Venom. How? Why was oh, Venom yeah. brought over to this universe? Because he doesn't even have a Spider Man in his world. For him to I know, to yeah. It, it,
1: it suggests that there's actually more to this spell than we mm-hmm. realise, and that, that maybe this is more set up for the, the multiverse of madness. That like Doctor Strange thinks it's all to do with the, like the spell, but actually there's more. Maybe there's some more, more to subtleties it. to it that That's because true. again, um, not all of um, you know some of the the venom symbiote stayed in this universe. Yeah, which like, was another minor which, nitpick I had. Yeah, before. yeah, yeah. But, I mean, but that was hilarious. And that that, that um, mid-credits scene just cracked me up because <laughs> it, it, it comes down to it that, like, the whole time like Venom has come, Eddie Brock has come to this universe and he's just got drunk in a bar. <laughs> yeah. Like, the whole fucking I think, I think that was
2: like... I think that was like... <laughs> In a joke's way, it was kind of like Marvel telling Sony to fuck off. Like <laughs> it's like, yeah, we'll we'll use the old stuff because that was good. Yeah. But this stuff you're trying to make now, like, all right, fine. No. Yeah, no. yeah, do your end scene, do your end credit scene where he comes over to ours. Yeah, sure, okay. Yeah. And then yeah. throughout the whole movie, he's not there. And then in the end credits, he's still at the bar getting drunk, and then just gets sent back. So he did nothing. Mm. So it's like Marvel was saying, "Okay, Sony, we don't need your sh- your shits. Okay, mm. we got this. Don't worry about it. Like, or, or it."
1: It's the it's the deal they've got with Sony, where Sony obviously getting all the all the revenue from from this movie, mm. but they're allowing the MCU to, to set up a um a Venom symbiote thing, you know, in a yeah. potential movie, and um, that would
0: be cool.
2: I mean, there's no Eddie Brock in this world, but in the comics, um, Flash. Uh, becomes Venom as well. That would be cool. Uh, Um, And we would then have a version of Venom who's not Eddie Brock. And like I said, potentially we could get a Hobgoblin which is
1: similar mm. to the
2: Harry Osborn story
1: becoming yeah, of- yeah yeah yeah. Uh, they're basically letting leaving themselves a load of options, aren't they, for future movies? And this, yeah. judging by how good this movie was, it's surely going to mean more more movies in the in the future, Yo, more Spider-Man movies. Time is up. Sorry,
0: sure. time
2: is time's up. up. No, time's good. up. I hope. Uh, you- I guess that's. I guess that would do. We didn't get to talk about the. Um, the final Post end scene, but yeah. we can get to that. Um, once, oh, one thing I just wanted to say, and I don't know if this is a spoiler. Uh,
0: then don't no, no, say it. Close,
2: close your ears for 10 seconds. No, who? 10 seconds, <laughs> or I'll say i I'm just going to say it. It's not a spoiler, though. It's not a spoiler. But it, all I wanted to say was, yeah. Actually, no, no, no. Close your ears for 10 seconds.
0: We come to the head, man. It's so up. funny. 10 <laughs> seconds. It's so much to talk about. You your time.
1: Are you talking about the silhouette figures?
2: Uh, no, I, w- I wasn't even going to say it. it's not. It's something that happens early in the film. But again, on a meta sense, it's Marvel picking up their middle finger to DC. And I want to explain, but it would. I don't want Nana to hear it because oh. it could potentially be something.
0: But yeah. again, you... we've come we've come to the end. Yeah. Bro, oh. 10
2: seconds. Just give me ten seconds, bro. bro know,
0: man, I, I
1: can't, my... can't, I can't my... wait
0: I to talk to you about you. this. I gave you I gave you an extra <laughs> ten minutes, man. Huh? I gave you an extra ten minutes.
1: We've had load extra, haven't we? We uh, have like Well
0: really... what
2: I wanted to say was, yeah. You know, And I'm going to say it. So, Nana, it's up to you whether you close your ears or not. i say it, man. (laughs) Marvel, yeah, have stuck up their middle finger to DC again. Because when Marvel always find out what DC are going to do, and then they do it first. When Marvel found out that DC was going to do Batman versus Superman, they decided to do Civil War first. And it was better. And now we're getting all these confirmations that DC are actually doing Flashpoint and we're going to get the old Batman back and all of this stuff. Marvel have yet again stuck their middle finger up to DC and said, we're going to do it first. And they've made this movie. And not only that, but the movie, uh, the, the comic book story that that Flash movie is based on is called Flashpoint. And in this movie, there's a moment where Flash... Has written a book, and it's Ooh. flashpoint. Yes, and for me, that, was, that is the moment so where Marvel. That is the moment <laughs> where Marvel stuck up their middle finger to DC. That was that, like, was, a that was so funny. Mm. That was so blatant in my eyes. Like, I was like, okay, Marvel, <laughs> you funny guys.
0: Well, I hope you guys have enjoyed our Spider-Man review uh, a bit later than we expected. Um, we didn't have everyone here. I don't know when we're next going to be recording cuz next weekend is Christmas so probably I'm recording after that and then the weekend after that is New Year's Eve and my birthday so we might mm. be taking a, a little break for the next few weeks but it is what it is. Can um, I just
2: can I just confirm one character who wasn't in this movie?
0: God, what character wasn't in this movie?
2: Mr. Dickovich from the ama- from from the Sam Raimi trilogy.
0: Um, oh, the um, the landlord. The landlord. No. If cool.
2: he was in this movie, Stevie, do you realize we would have got the loudest applause out of the whole thing? Because yeah, at the end when Peter Parker moves into his new apartment, you hear someone say, "Don't be late for the rent." And I was thinking in my head, if Mister Dickovich fucking walks around this corner, I'm going to fucking. <laughs> That it didn't fixed. happen. That would have been way too much. That all would have right. been too much too much juice. All right. there,
1: there is uh there is a speculation that he could be it and he could be a particular character, but uh, this is all giving this is too much spoilers for Nana oh, Nana's ears right. right now. Cool, wow.
0: Yeah. Alright. Well, that brings us to the end of the episode. I hope you guys have enjoyed. Um again, I don't know when we're gonna be back, but hopefully, you know, we will let you guys know, Um, hopefully it won't be too much for a break, but yeah, so without further ado, Stevie say bye to the people. Bye to the people. Big T say bye to the people. Bye to the people. Alright guys, bye bye now.